Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is August 4th. The time is about uh, 11.30 a.m. Reddy NPC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from Pastor Nis. If you have any questions, please hand. And if you are a newcomer, please put your camera on. Let our team know that you're a newcomer. And when you let our team know, you have to let our team know in everyone, not to me. Because there are other team members that are assisting me in this one. I put a test one. Just let our team know you're a newcomer. Ram? Yeah, thanks, Rahul. Can I go ahead? Yes, go ahead. Okay. Uh, my priority date is uh, September 2014. Um, and uh, uh, in October 2020, I have downgraded to EB3. And mm-hmm. my EB3 I-140 is approved. And uh, uh, I, I also got my EADs. Um, but then what happened is that uh, then there was a company split. I was moved from company A to company B after one eighty test take of four eighty five application, and mm-hmm. company B did a four eighty five four eighty five J supplement and they applied a new H one B for me. Now mm-hmm. my priority has become current in EB two. Can make can company B file a EB two transfer for me? They can. They can. Uh, but I don't know if they are willing to do or not. If but there the are company two ways B, they can do it. Yeah. I know the company A has been acquired by company B. They can still do it. We are getting RFEs pointing out saying that, hey, you have an I-140 approval with the company A. Why, why can't you use that one? They're pointing out to us. They can. But if they don't want to, though, there is another way. They can file one more I-140 in EB-2 amendment and okay. then actually go into file. Okay, so though company B doesn't have my form and I-140, they can do- But the company file A has been purchased by company B's, right? Uh, company is a split and then uh, they sold company A and company B is retained. So the, com- the original company is split into company A and company B or my I-140, EB2, I-140, EB3, I-140, is it company A? Because you are with company, company- B. Yeah, so they, the yeah. company B has acquired the assets of the company A. They can file an I-140 even though they didn't have the labor certification. Okay. My Adam Next was person. telling that, uh, yeah, thank you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, my attorney was telling that they cannot file because the company B do not have my I-140. I don't know how the acquisition happened, but I don't know how the acquisition happened. If they cannot though, they can still port the date of company A to, to your 485 
If they don't yeah. want to, you can still do self-porting if you want to. My advice is the company B port the company A directly without doing an I-140. If they don't want to, you can self-port it, but for that you have to consult us. Next person, please. Thank you. Satyam. Hello, Rahul, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, Satyam, go ahead. Okay. Uh, first of all, thank you for your all your help to the community. I watch your videos every Tuesday. And uh, sure. my question is about my wife's H4EAD. So um, I have my I-140 approved and my original H1B was till this year, September 7th. So mm -hmm. I applied for my wife's H4EAD uh, based on that in April. And mm -hmm. then uh, in May, my H1B got extended till 2025 September. Mm -hmm. So after that, I applied for my wife's H4 and H4EAD again, H4 extension and yes, H4EAD again. And then mm -hmm. uh, we actually went to Mexico and got our visa stamped <clears throat> till 2025. Mm -hmm. So uh, the first standalone H4EAD that I applied, that's based on September 7, 2022. Can I send them my renewal and my new visa and ask them for the original only to just give me till 2025? You can request them. You can request them. You can also file a EAD extension right now, standalone EAD extension. Okay. I'm trying to see how we can, I'm trying to see how we can use the 540 days. That's the target we have is right to use the 540 days. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear him. Okay. Okay, can you now? Yes, now. Yes, go ahead. Uh, she does not have a H4 EAD right now. I am aware of it. I'm aware of it. Yeah. Our fear is that if she gets an EAD in September, that if she gets an EAD after September, what will happen is our main questions, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to think harder right now. If she gets an EAD after September, the previous EAD application that you filed was not filed as an extension. The one that you, you filed it late, later on though, it was filed as a standalone EAD extension. Standalone, yeah. If, yeah, if you, so that cannot be considered for the 540 day rule. If you get the approval before September though, okay, I definitely want you to find file a standalone EAD extension. Yeah. Okay. Then she is good to work for the 540 days. Yeah. If not, and I can't, I don't think so she can work. Uh, if, if not, can, uh, do you know what happens in this case when the EAD is, when they get to the application after my original petition ex is expired? They may approve it until 2025. They may approve it. I want you to interfile the H4, okay? And request the EAD okay. until 2025. They may do it. They may not do it. If they do it, that's good. If they don't do it, okay, uh, then you may be out of luck. You have to wait for the next and, EAD approval. Okay. And for my second application that was H4 extension with H4 EAD, should I send them mm -hmm. the new visa copy? You uh, can. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't, that's not that essential whether you send it or not, because either they will approve it or they will deny the H4 and approve the EAD. 
either way you will be in a good oh. position but i will send the h4 for the <coughs> ead that you first filed you can do for the second one too next person please jay hello sir uh, i am currently on h1 visa and my wife mm -hmm. is on h4 ead and she she does the regular 9 to 5 regular job and she also trades uh, on stocks actively and in the last uh, tax filing in the tax tra transcripts we see a loss of uh, you know around 50k was claimed and that's coming out as the business loss and nope, uh, now i'm trying to what do you mean business loss it was filed under the schedule c the tax consultant uh, mentioned that since we actively trade uh, that can be claimed the loss can be claimed and uh, they put it under schedule c which is showing up as the business loss so 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 let me tell you one example mm -hmm. if let's say your wife made 100000 salary so this 50000 will be taken out from the 100000 correct fire that accountant that's not a business loss that's a stock loss stock loss you can only claim up to $3000 per year not $50000 she is not doing business okay so right now you know there there could be multiple options one maybe i can do the i can ask him to do the amendment and uh, right now the uh, we are ready to file our 485 application okay and the attorney is asking for the tax task uh, uh, tax documents and that's how you know we figured that out and for, first of all do do i need to provide the tax documents you know, for the 485 you don't need to you don't need to okay and uh, if okay. i go uh, if i ask the uh, the tax consultant to the amendment and do it the right way uh, would that be taken into consideration let's say in future if i get the interview and if the uscs asks for the tax tax documents for the past two years three years they will, they will consider all the things then you will say that mm -hmm. this guy has wrongly filed it and i corrected mm -hmm. it and that's it but if there okay. is any interview or anything like that i would recommend you take an immigration lawyer immigration lawyer okay next But, person please krishna that's a wrong filing i mean we get losses too but we can't show that as a business loss we show it as a stock loss which will be carried over to next year next year like that go ahead uh, hello sir uh, namaste my name is uh, krishna um i have my brother's family with two kids uh, one is a us citizen uh, went to india last week and after 9 years they have a h1b drop drop box uh, appointment on august 11th he and his wife got denied at the delhi airport that there is a lookout circular that they had a nine non available warrant against them they did, these guys didn't even know it was his brother in law's wife who filed when they both had a fight these guys didn't even have 498 498 yes sir yeah and uh, so they the police came and escorted them to the magistrate and they got a bail after one day in remand so they are going to uh, the embassy for the visa stamping on august 11th he is on a full time job and uh, he works for molex and uh, uh, the family is there so what kind of consequences are they going to see if the embassy is going to know about it or if that is the case then what is it's a pending case they are not convicted it's completely baseless they are filing a case i'm a, I'm, a, i'm aware of what 490 is okay um okay. the he needs to take the thing saying that he is not 
the actual person, the, not the actual brother, though he's the brother of it. And uh, normally the consulate just disregard the 498 cases and they still give the approval. But in the DS-160 form where you've been charged with any crime, he has to say yes to it. But uh, his DS-160 is like, uh, he has a very old one. He has filed it like five months back and now he got the... Send, if you can modify it, modify it. Otherwise, drop an email to the consulate, general email address with the tracking numbers and everything that you have for the, for the appointment and then inform them that there is a criminal charge. So they are on the record. At least you are officially on the record of not misrepresenting. No, so it's a, it's a good idea to represent them what went wrong and uh, put the bail and everything in front of them. But it is a pending yes. case. They are not even that they are not even a convict. I'm is pretty really... aware of this. I I know what a 498 case. I'm a lawyer okay. in India. Okay, I know okay. what a 498 case is. Okay. And uh, normally for this kind of thing, the consulate will approve the visa. Okay. 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 But so there is no. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Since there is a non since there is an arrest warrant for him, they arrested it. Next time he would be allowed to come into the country. Next person, please. Okay. If you need to consult with me privately. I'm a lawyer in India and US too. Next person, please. Shriva. Hello, uh, Rahul sir. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, I got RFE uh, for uh, me and my wife uh, for I-485 uh, 12 days ago. My wife got the RFE for the medical, although uh, we submitted during in April while filing refiling EB2. I have not received the RFE yet. So what should I do for that? Uh, I'm sorry, you, uh, the RFE came for your, you, for your wife and not for you or the otherwise? Not, uh, RFE came for my wife, which is for the medical. And it didn't come for me. It, it has been 12 days. And the USCIS case status say, if you don't receive by August 7. I got it. Did you mm -hmm. check with the lawyer? Uh, yeah, they have not received that. Normally, if the RFE comes for you, I would tell, hey, submit for your wife medical too. But I'm just trying to think that if you would just submit the medicals by yourself along with your wife though, does it say request for further information, request for initial information, request for further information for you on the, uh, on the online? Yes, it said initial, initial evidence for both for me and my wife. But I will send, I will, I will send an RFP response. Now here is the risky part here though, okay? I will send an RFP response with both medicals and tell them that these are for this is for the main applicant this is for the dependent but the, at the same time request the uscis if there is anything else other than the medical we still we didn't received it this is not a formal response to the rfe right right so i should in wait that way, uh, in that way if there is any, anything else that's requested you're safe right right okay Okay, and also for the medicals, uh, do I need to go for an exam again, like test again for the, the TB and all those? Or can I use the four months pre, uh, old report for that? Does it expire? There is a new thing that added recently, though. Uh, yeah, hepatitis some, B. 
that was yeah, that's not, not there that. for you in the previous one so i would right. rather get a new one for not taking any chances okay thank you okay. so much next person next person please akshay Hello, sir. Uh, sir, my uh, present employer has uh, uh, filed for my uh, green card process. Uh, they have started the green card process. I'm on. Uh, they, I think the I-140 is still pending approval and all that. But at the same time, I'm also looking at like a concurrent H-1B type of job. Uh, I remember last time I had asked the question. Um, you had been very clear about me informing my second employer about the first employment. and just letting them know that this is going to be a concurrent visa but then do i also need to share details about my previous employers uh, address location and all of those details what do you mean previous employer uh, sorry my my present employers so employer a uh, is already filing for my i140 and employer b is willing to take me on board as uh, as a part so you're going employer. to inform employer b about employer a okay that we are sure okay Uh, and then and what uh, else? Uh, so the question was, uh, what information do they need about employer A? Say which one? We approve and pay stubs. Okay, and pay stubs. Okay, awesome. All right. Uh, that was that was the only question I had. Thank you. And you don't need to inform employer A. Next person, please. Malaji. Hi, uh, hello, sir. Uh, I have a question. Uh, I have been on H-1B for the past fifteen years. Uh, mm-hmm. So, in two thousand nine, uh, in the recession, I lost my job. So, back then, I had an op, uh, you know, either to uh, I had to enroll in a university, Arjuna, uh, mm-hmm. for one year, and uh, then after eight months, I applied for an F-1 visa. After working for five months, I renewed my H-1. and for the past 12 years uh, i have been on h1 so in 2019 i changed my job i went to a big company uh, so they filed my green card and everything uh, so they never they look all my so i have been very transparent with them all about my stint with uh, hergian but they never asked a question so they went and filed my 485 uh, 3 months back uh, so the question is uh, would i feel see any issues Uh, with my uh, the thing that I was in Hargeon for ten months, I attended a university. I have the transcripts, but you know I applied. You know I knew that it's not a good university. Uh, I I came back to H1. Uh, I didn't complete the course. I never had an issue. I traveled back and forth. Uh, you know I would say ten times to India. So from then, from F1 about, you already moved to H1. H1 is right. Yes, in 2010. So. I came on H1, F1. I got it. You, yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Move to H1. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Lost my right job in now. Yeah. Right now. Right now, there is not much you can do about the Hergrand University. Right. Whatever has happened has happened, though. You already filed the four eight five right now. There are slight chances they yes. may call you for the interview. If you call you for the interview, go with the immigration lawyer. Don't go by yourself. Okay. Okay, uh, but right now there is nothing can and, be done. Uh, Your four eight five has been filed. Don't do anything right now. If you are called for the interview, take a lawyer with you. Okay. Now, if can you unmute him? Hello. 
Uh, sir, one more yeah, question. Yeah, So I work mm-hmm. for a big. I work for a big company. Like you know, after six months, if something happens, right? Uh, after six months, if my what do you mean something? Tell me what do you mean something? Okay. If the RFE is RFE comes, uh, saying, RFE comes in, we yeah, can respond RFE to the RFE. RFE and my empire happen. comes to know. Uh-huh. And my well, empire comes to know deal. that you know, I have attended this university. Would he, would he terminate the green card process? That's the question. I don't think so. They will terminate the green card process. Your I-140 is approved, is it right? Yes. I, I even, if the green card process, you, even if you terminate the green card process, you can always go to the next company to do the 485J supplement and move to a different company after six months of 485 has been filed. Next person, please. Just okay. because you attended the Hargreaves University, they're not going to just terminate you, man. Next person, please. Yeah. Hello, sir. Thank you so much for the opportunity. My question is about my company A uh, filed my green card. And then I got my I-140 and H4 EAD for my wife on the basis of that. Uh, I, I paid for it. Now I switched the company. They filed my, um, they transferred the H1 on their name. And they are talking about filing my perm and perm again. So mm-hmm. my question is, uh, can company A withdraw my I-140? That is first question. The second question, how is long there it's any been that the I-1, How long it's been that the I-140 has been approved? Uh, 2019 it was. They can withdraw, but it won't have any negative impact on you. Okay. So it won't impact me. Okay. And is there any urgency for me to file the uh, perm again? Because my priority date is too far. Do I need to file it? Uh, Because I might search the company again. Are they charging? Is there any cost that's incurred if they're just filing that? Because you never know what will happen in the priority dates. (laughs) You never know. Okay. They might okay. they might file it, but then I need to file the I one forty again, right? If they file it again, they file the perm. Yeah. Then I will need to yeah. pay for I one forty. I would pay if I were you. Okay. Okay. Perfect. And one last thing: Can I renew my H four EAD on the previous withdrawn I one forty? Yes. The previous I one forty. Yes. Even if it's okay. been withdrawn. Next person, please. Oh, perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. Morani. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Good afternoon. Yes. Um, Tuesday video, I see that uh, using that employer A, I-140, we can file with employer B, the new 485. Uh, There's a misunderstanding, guys. No, no, that's not what I said. You cannot file 485. You can put the date. That's a different thing. Okay, so no 485 and no 485 J. No, no, sir. Oh, okay. yeah, we, okay. we're getting a lot of consultations. We have to refund the money yeah. and tell them we can't do it. Okay. okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Next person, please. Pranav? Hey, Rahul. Uh, thanks for doing this. And I have a question. Like, uh, I, I was with company A and I filed my H1B along with my H4 extension. Uh, H1B and H4 extension got approved and I switched the company recently where they filed the transfer. So my question is, do I need to file the H4 extension again for my dependents? Because there is your H4 extension expiring. Uh, the, the old one with the company is 2015 for my dependents also 2015, but- uh, Not 2015, you mean to say 2025? 2025, yeah, sorry. Yeah. You don't you don't you don't have to do it right now. You have to do it before their I-94 expires. 
Since it's okay, 2025, it you don't have to do it right now. Somewhere in 2024 or early 2025, you can do it. You don't have to do it right now. Okay, it doesn't have any implication on my H1B transfer, right? No, it won't have any implications on your H1B transfer. Okay, okay. Great. thanks. Yeah, thank you. Next person, please. Hello. Rekha? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yes. Uh, hello, sir. Good afternoon. Sir, yesterday I had a talk with you this. So I, I just bit confused about it. Like, as I told you, my I-40 got approved on 18th of May. So, and uh, I'm joining a new company on 1st of December. So uh, my, this present company is sending for the H, H1B extension. So might be I will be getting by this month. So my company is asking me that uh, uh, for the extension for my spouse and my family for H4. So uh, what should I do? Should like, is there be any problem that this company also files the extension for H4? So your doubt is if both companies will file a H4 and EAD, will it cause any problem? Yes. Absolutely not a problem. No problem. So this company can file my H4 in EAD and then again by October, the next company can also file. Absolutely. Both companies can file H4 in EAD. It will not cause any problem because both file. Next person, please. Swati. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Thank you for doing this. So I, uh, um, I live in New York state and my mom recently visited me from India and her stay uh, is for six months. She has, she's on B1, B2 to, tourist visa and she stayed here for six months. We applied for extension. After that, we got an appointment for biometric, but unfortunately we couldn't make it or we missed it somehow. And they have said after 60 days, you can, uh, you, 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 you can wait for 60 days because they'll re automatically reschedule that appointment. But we have waited for 60 days and we have not received any update from them. So I'm just trying to find out what the next steps are. And should we just go through some, uh, you know, resubmission re of notice? And if so, would it cause any problem in the future for her to again visit back? Is it going to be a, uh, you know, uh, problem for her? When, when, when is her I-94 expired? Um, she came here on November 24th. When 20... is her I-94 expired? So I would say May 24th. Of which? 20. May of which? 2022 this 2022. year 2022 and yeah. you filed an extension and uh and in april uh, and yes in april and yes when are they planning to go back though uh they're planning to go back like this month like uh, uh august 19th okay i want you to do one thing check you have the appointment okay. with you is it right we have the appointment and that was scheduled for may 24th but then and that's not right the question ma'am Sorry. Just check ahead. that. Just check that. Get to the appointment, people. They may still take your parents in there. 
Oh, I see what you're saying. So even though she doesn't have a scheduled appointment, just go to the biometric place. You can try. At the most, down. they will turn them down. At the most, okay. they will turn them down. Okay. 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 But here is a problem, yeah. though. If the if they go right now, they will have to apply for the visa stamping again, because they may consider to have been staying unlawfully from May to the May twenty four two thousand twenty two to right now, and thus by the uh -huh. passport visa will become invalidated. They will have to apply for the visa stamping again. Next oh, person. so they'll have to apply for U.S. visa again. Right. That's the reason we tell people don't apply for extensions. People don't listen. Next person, please. Madhu. Madhu. Hi. Yes, Madhu. Uh, yeah, Rahulji. Uh, uh so regarding my visa extension did uh, three years ago uh, mm -hmm. but when i see my uh, n94 online it's not updated uh, still showing three years back uh, my n94 validity Is you can ignore wrong? it You're, you can okay. you can ignore the online thing if you have the 797 with i94 you can ignore the online next person please okay thank you much. i'll take the last person i have a little bit time guys so if you want to leave only one message per person. Leave a message in the chat to everybody. I will try to answer. Only one message per person. And if it's short, I will answer faster. Raghu? Hey, Rahul. Thank you. Um, my priority date is 2014 of November. Downgraded to EB3 in October 2020 with employer A. Changed job four months ago, but employer B did not file 485J yet. And today, my I-1485 shows approved the new car being produced. And you never file, you only file in EB3? Correct. Here is what I tell you to do. And listen carefully. Shut your mouth up and don't do anything. That's easy. Okay, sorry to use the bad words, but let me tell you why. The USCIS is telling that since you have an EB2 approved with the previous company, they have an authority to approve the green card. Okay. Okay. They're under tremendous pressure to complete the 280,000 green cards. They are approving it left and right. I would, this is what I would say, this would what I would do if I were you. Shut my mouth up, I will not do anything. Okay. Or you can pay us thousands and thousands of dollars and ruin yourself. Thank you. I will go to the questions, guys. And please watch our videos that we are putting in the past one month on this particular topic, okay? Uh, I-485 pending in EB2, okay. Uh, since December, EB3 since 2021, uh, July. EB2 priority date is to EB3 with EB3 I-140 withdrawn in March 2000. What else can I do to move a case to Nebraska Service Center? I refiled EB3 I-140 that was withdrawn. Can I refile? No, or if the thing, why did you withdraw the I-140 that you filed? That's a major problem that I have for you though. You should have got that one approved in premium processing. Refiling won't do any good right now. Right now, I don't want you to do anything. 
Uh, is there any way an approved I-140 EB3 can be used to file an EB2 AOS? No. Uh, it has to be complete new application EB3. Well, if the labor certification is put as an EB3, it can only be used for EB3 though. If it's an EB2, it can be used for EB3 or EB2. But since it's only for EB3, if you want to move to EB2, a new perm application need to be filed. Pritham, uh, my current H1B expiring in October of 1st. And I've applied H1B H4 together in July. My question, if I, if I apply H4 now, and can my wife go for stamping, or is it better to apply EAD after H4 stamping? Either way, it's fine. Either way, it's fine. Um, you can apply the EAD right now along with the H4 or she comes back. We'll make sure that she applies the EAD before the EAD expires. That's important. Either way, it's fine. Have your office got any 485 approvals filed in May this year? Yes, we did. A couple of them, not many, especially for standalone EB2. Yes, we did. Uh, have US, USCIS has not released July numbers yet. Uh, definitely, they are in a path of going towards 100,000. Uh, 100, I mean, they're going to approve 280,000 cards. Uh, I'm on STEM OPT working on employer A and employer B. My H1B picked and approved for employer B. My wife's H4 is still progress. Which is, can I travel to India and come back and F1 and F2? No. No, you cannot. You should not. My prior date is April 2013. EB2 interfile case was transferred to NBC and ICE on July 19th. Moved to field office. That is even better. Can it be approved by NBC2? It can be approved at NBC2, but if it's already moved to the field office, it doesn't have to be moved to the field office, but it can be moved to the field office. We're seeing a lot of cases getting moved to field office because field office has no work to do now. And they can approve these cases without interview, which they are not used to. And they are liking these cases though. So moving the field office is much better. We are not seeing much approvals from NBC as much as we see in the field office. But even if sometimes when they transfer to field office, you won't come to know. That date is 2014. Um, fingerprints taken. Nothing can be done, Santos. Don't do anything right now. I'm planning to file for employment-based labor. Can you please advise how long will the process take? Can I travel with my process going on? You can travel while the process is going on, assuming that you have the H-1B and other things. The process for the labor certification may take anywhere between one year, uh, I would say about 14 months to about two years process, depending on how fast the company is. So, Buzz, I've already filed inter, uh, uh, prior date 2012 interfile back in 2021 in Nebraska. EB3, I haven't forgot to get approved recently, but no status change update after this. Can I file another interfile with 485J? Uh, one thing you filed interfile in October 2021, though. So, Buzz, since they have introduced this new system in January of 2022, that is a better way of interfiling. So I would definitely interfile again for 85J, even though USCIS is telling not to do it. I will still do it. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at, uh, at uh, 3.30 p.m.
Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.